This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. All right. On that note, welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast, episode 81. 81. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's 81 of them. That's 81. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Jeff Glucker, and uh, joining me, as always, is podcast producer Christoph Hayes. Chavon, <laughs> 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 Mr. Hayes. Uh, and then the other end today, we have a special treat. Because former producer, <laughs> yeah. uh, Zach Crapman is here. Zach Crapman, that's right. <laughs> hey, Zach, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Um, uh, well, not, <laughs> not you. Not you. Chris was yelling before we started, but not at us, because we're good kids. Yeah, you guys don't <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> Too other people. much. It's the rest of the world. It's because Blake's not here. He's not mad at us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't have my focal point for my frustration. Right. Blake is off being a famous automotive journalist at SEMA. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, on the way here, uh, I thought of a movie idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to do a movie about Aquaman's lesser-known brother. The one that drives the Kia? No. So he has the same powers as Aquaman, but he also has a uh, sexual addiction. And, okay. and uh, he's Seaman. <laughs> Actually, I started to flesh it out more, though. Like, his dad is, is honor, actually Poseidon, honor. but his dad's kind of like a bro, and he has Seaman, has an apartment gonna... in the Jersey Shore. Poseidon. But, he, like, he doesn't want to be a douchebag like his brother and his, his dad, and he's trying real hard. And but so we just addict. follow the life of Seaman as he tries to be a normal, just a normal See, I person. I thought you were going to go to the Kanye fish fucking South Park. No, 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 no. Like, no. He, he actually does, like, it's a problem. He's <laughs> not like, just a douche. Like real shit. He's real, not a douche. Real talk, But he man. can talk to fish. <laughs> he lives in the Jersey it's like Shore. Like or something. Right. That'd be f- okay. Seaman. <laughs> Get it? Seaman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got that. And it was terrible. No, I, I know. No, it's, it. it's imagine a poster. Seaman. This is you and him homage. like walking into the distance. You know, Birdman's Swimming out. That's supposed to be Birdman's supposed to be awesome. It's supposed to be very good. Um, but Seaman is a different. <laughs> every time I say it, I laugh because uh, I'm nine. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I, I love that you've just stumbled upon the I thought of this on the way here. The fact that no, Seaman no. is funny. No, because I was thinking of Seema, and then I was trying to think of a way to title the episode that tied into Seaman, because I'm an I'm Well, an last asshole. year's episode was titled Seema Men. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I don't remember that. Ah, uh, see, it's funny to me. I'm a, it, I'm a, I'm, we're not even drinking on this one, because it's the daytime. It's, yeah, that it's doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're it right. doesn't. Uh, yeah, when I was shooting Beer Snob last week, we were drinking early. Well, I figured because it's called Beer Snob. Right. Um, but back to cars, enough of the Seaman. Uh, <laughs> That's also, you know, it also reminds day, me of a sketch that could be on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like Charlie Day could oh, create totally. a, a character. Hey, I got it. I created the Seaman. <laughs> no, he swims. In his He's the opposite of Dayman and Nightman. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's talk. He crawls talk in your pants. And, I can't. Uh, you know, the hilarious thing is conversation ah. and i'm like i didn't think this is how i'd be spending my 32nd birthday seaman that's chris's way of saying it's his birthday yeah birthday. no but seriously that's 32 seaman have some seaman on your birthday yeah uh, i yeah. think you would totally expect it to be spending your 32nd birthday talking about swimming in seaman ha 
depends on when. <laughs> depends on when you would ask. It's that. still early. Yeah. All it's right. Early. For, All right. For drinking or. Th- <laughs> oh, Jesus Moving on to cars, but Awful. talking about SEMA. What is wrong with this? Um, see, I, every time I say SEMA, now I want to say it, but whatever. Uh, so let's talk about some of the SEMA creations uh, going on out there. Um, let's start with Toyota because they kind of did something shocking. Uh, they unveiled an 850 horsepower camera. Camry, not camera. That'd be awesome. An 850 mm-hmm. horsepower camera. Uh, from Nikon. 800. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> D850. Adjust your iOS. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's a Camry drag car sleeper. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's Tube chassis. Mm-hmm. Camry body. Full, bo- like, legit body. They took the 5.7 liter V8 from a Tundra. Uh, they supercharged that. They added nitrous to that. The tube chassis. My bullet point below all that just says awesome. It's still front wheel drive. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, that would it's, that would have been hilarious. The torque metal, steer edition. Dude. It's it's. I mean, it's a, it's a race car. It's, oh, ultra it's, race car. It's a race car, but the body is just perfect. It's probably is it a real Camry body or yeah. did they just remake it? No, it looks like a Camry body because when the when the body's lifted up, you can see it still has um the uh, inner door panels. That's cool. So they basically took a body, like welded it together, so right. the doors yeah. don't open, and then cut all the shit out. Cut the floor pan out. It's it's pretty rad. It's awesome. Toyota does some pretty cool stuff for SEMA every year. They, they, they're one of the OEMs that really does. Not, I mean, Kia does too with the superhero cars for two years in a row. That was pretty awesome. But this is better. I find it funny. They produce great SEMA cars in com- the most bland autumn, you know, consumer vehicles that you could ever imagine. This is the strongest example of. Like when they have a flag, a flagship model, and yes. it's like, um, now your Dart is just like the Hellcat, and right. this is like your Camry is just like this. Right, 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 right. Now they need to do some sort of version that like ties into it. Some, I mean, there's there's nothing you could do though. No. Like you can't be like, oh, we're gonna do a 400 horsepower Camry, because even if you did that, which is less than half of what this has, you'd still be like, that's fucking stupid. Because it wouldn't it. be real. Yeah, they'll yeah. never do it though, because the thing is, is, they want they want those margins going to Lexus, right? Because they can go, you know, they could build they could build a four, they could build a new Supra, but it, chances are, if they do, I don't think it's going to come out as a Toyota. It's going to come out as a Lexus because they can throw it to Lexus and they can get more money on it. True for brand recognition. I mean, this. I will say though that like looking at the front three quarter shot, it makes me think like, oh, a Camry looks pretty good when it's dropped and it's on. Like the new front end is really yeah, but like but, wide but like a Lexus. It's, the, it's, that image, it's not like it's not slammed. It just it looks like a mildly, yeah, very mildly, yeah. It looks uh, that's what I'm saying. It looks doable in the real world, yeah. And it, I I would go that's, that's a, good a pretty point. good looking Camry, which is what they want you to right. do. Uh, but the body on it comes up like an NHRI car, yeah. You know, and it's 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 the entire interior is aluminum. Yeah, uh, like the whole thing is just like sheets of aluminum. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's full, full, full it's, race car. It's really, really cool. It's super cool. Electronic dumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Electronic dumps, the greatest thing ever. They are so good on everything. Robot poops. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag robot, robot poops. Really? Well, you said dumps. Oh, that's Electronic true. dumps, robot poops. Okay. And now we have an episode title. That's the name of our band. Robot poops. Yeah, it's all well, I was gonna still go with C man probably, but we'll see. Uh, even though robot poops is funny. Well, that too. could be that could be your name as as you know the act in the, the front band. man. You could be the C man. Okay. Robot poops is known for its legendary drops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. You don't yes. Techno, man. Uh, staying in the same vein uh, uh, as the same automaker, not the robot poops, but uh, Scion is rolling out a targa roofed FRS, which I think actually looks kind of cool. I love Targas because I'm not a full convertible guy. I own a Targa top. I don't like Targas. Really? I'm with Chris. What? 
Uh, they just look all breadbasket-y. You guys are a couple of queers. So, said the guy who wants his hair blowing in the wind. Uh, said the, says the guy that started out with a 10-minute semen joke. Yeah. Yes. Try, you're trying to sell this script just so that you can talk about semen for longer. That's true. Uh, but you're uh, right. Where are the gays? Um, no, uh, I I, th- I think the car looks cool. It looks pretty good. I mean, I, I will say the, the, the car lends itself well to being at Targa. Mm-hmm. Like, the lines fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I don't like convertibles and targets to me. This looks better than the 911. I'll say that. The new 911 looks You don't like it? No. Interesting. Really don't. So Interesting. This it's, I don't know. Something about the oh, back. Oh, 911 Targa. You 911 like. Targa. Ah. No, no, sorry. Yeah, 911 Targa. Just huge gap in the middle. And then uh, from that like a back bubble section. Ass? Yeah, huge bubble ass. It's like they took the Panamera ass, which is more of a bubble than 911, and it's put like, it on the 911. It's like a supermodel with a big gap between her teeth. You know, you look at it and you're just like, it's a London look. Yes, but still, it's a little off. <laughs> yeah. The London. I hate that commercial. Me too. Um, the London look. <laughs> Punch I, I, yourself in the eyes. Right. The London look. Heroin shake. The London look. Just, just, um, just jam sharpies into your eyeballs. London look. Right. Uh, so I don't know any stats on it. I don't know if they juiced up the motor or anything I like that. I believe it was turbocharged. Uh, oh, that's, that's – see, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you, you like the rear end louvers on the back window? Well, just because they remind me of my old Z. So Okay. Even I, though I didn't have louvers on them, that era Z did. The, we're so we're in the old Z, not my. We're old about Z. to approach peak '80s nostalgia, and not from a fashion standpoint, but from a everything else, because now our generation is old enough to afford that crap. So now I think we're going to see louvers on a lot of things. Yeah, I think you're years. right. I, I never liked them even back in the day. I thought next thing you know, some guys are going to be buying DeLoreans, <laughs> putting money into them, so and Fox stupid. bodies. What the fuck? You know what I thought? Yeah, yeah, um, what year did the first Back to the Future come out? It was '85, right? I'd have to look. Because I, so. I was watching the first Beverly Hills Cop the other day, and there's a scene where there's a street park DeLorean. And I'm like, I wonder if that one is on before Back to the Future. Even though it was like for 85. a second. See? Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop had the DeLorean before Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I love Beverly Hills Cop. Unfortunately, there's no good cars in Beverly Hills Cop. No. Like, but they are, He drives like a shit Nova. Right. And he actually calls well, it in the beginning, a shit Nova. In the first scene, he's driving a Ferrari, though, isn't he? Oh, that, that's true. He's got like a 308. That, they, like, yeah. that was confiscated. Yeah. And he's selling – that's when he's selling credit cards? That's, I don't yeah, remember. That's when he's selling fake credit cards. No, that's Beverly Hills Cop 2 because Beverly Hills Cop 1 is cigarettes. I like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you used to. I, remember, I mean, that, that's much. a great franchise. Even the third one I thought was awesome. Totally. So uh, Microwave gun? The, yeah, awesome. Bronson Pinchot selling him the crazy gun. That, uh, was, that was the best part. He's trying to get him the, the bag. It's an espresso. It's good. Yeah. Oh, aqua. I like um, it with the lemon twist. <laughs> so uh, another interesting car that could be polarizing at SEMA, uh, there's a Kia, uh, Kia. Fuck, I can't speak today. Kia? A Kia K900 with, I believe, it has a massive intercooler up front, so I'm guessing turbocharged. Um, I can't remember. For, it might have been supercharged if... I, think I don't know if anybody some, said yet. I think it had. There was some pictures that went up like a week or two ago. I think it was a centrifugal supercharger. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That'd be cool, um, though. I mean, because that car is surprisingly enjoyable. Um, you know, rear-wheel drive V8. Well, um, I mean, it's a it's a shitty Genesis. No, it's 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 better than the way better than the first gen Genesis. Way better. But there's a second gen Genesis, yes, right. which right. Which is awesome. The Kia K900 is actually not bad. I do not like it. I drove really? it at uh, one of the media days. I, I thought it was super heavy, sloppy feeling. It's definitely heavy Shifts and sloppy, slow. but it's it, but it's comfortable. Uh, it, it, it's got yeah, all the amenities. It's true. You know, it's also so. delusional. Nobody's going to buy that car. Hey, they sold 62 of them last month. 62? Yeah. If, 
I mean, it, it's a car that you kind of buy on paper. It's absolutely. It's, it has all these things, and you can sit in it. Yes. I, I want to know. It's a really you know, cheap S class at, at Hyundai Central there in, in Korea. For you know, if people don't know Hyundai runs Kia and Hyundai. Um, in, overseas, they yes, make it overseas. very clear. Like if you bring that up at a Hyundai Kia thing in the states, they're like, no, no, no. Like they make, they, even though it's all basically the same. Well, and, and I and I say that just because that was a Korean market car first. Right. So somebody over there made that decision right. a long time ago. They went, well, we. I'm glad have, you're not trying to do an accent. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I realize none of us. I think we all thought about it, and we don't know what the accent sounds like. Actually, I didn't think about it. I'm a little oh. proud of myself on that one. I'm, I'm racist, but not that racist. Um, so <laughs> You're pretty fucking racist, Chris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know. For our listeners, Chris is, whoo! Yeah, I, I'm, I'm awful. I'm kidding. Um, somebody made the call in Korea at some point of going, hey, this Genesis thing that's moving okay, but not super great, let's make a version on our, mar- on our lower end mark and see if we can sell it for the same price as the nicer car. Who was the idiot that made this call? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's always has to be. I think maybe Hyundai's moved up. There always has to be the, a lower common denominator, lowest that they can so they can sell the cheapest and make the cheapest, and someone's going to buy it. Yeah, it's just it's a car that makes zero sense. I mean, they haven't been even. I mean, even if even though Hyundai and Kia are run as separate entities here in the states, somebody at Kia had to have looked at the Hyundai and went, "Why are we doing this? This they can't move their version of it." Hmm. Yeah, well, it's bigger than Genesis. Is the it? new it feels uh, it's about the same size. The oh. new Genesis is just so much better, though. Yeah, you know, working with Lotus to get the handling, uh, and it looks good. It does look mm-hmm. good. I I can't wait to see what they do for a second generation Equus because that car, the Equus was already see, that I liked because it wasn't when I drove trying it, as hard as the Canon hundred. When I drove, I put twelve hundred miles on one of those, and when I drove it. By the end of it, I was like, man, these front seats are terrible. Oh, and and then ever since the second-gen Genesis came out, it makes the Equus look so much worse. Oh. Because a lot of that needs to translate to make the Equus okay. feel – I didn't spend a long be. time in the Equus. I, I, I like the Utah idea. And okay. The Equus is like the perfect road trip car. It's big. It's mm-hmm. super comfortable. I mean it's – and it's like halfway decent fuel economy for a vehicle of that size too. But that thing was just so cush when I was riding around in it. And it's cheap. For what it is, which I yeah. feel like, yeah. if you pull in in like an S class or like a seven series long wheelbase in, you know, middle of nowhere gas station, it's a little, it can be a little weird uh, or unnerving depending on what time it is. Because you're like, because <laughs> everybody looks at that car and they go, that's worth at least a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. Uh, who's just telling me the story? Um, Michael Harley was driving a, I don't know if I should say the car, but a, a, a million dollar supercar. Oh yeah, the Pagani. I don't know if that was it. He drives a he lot. He had a Wyra. He drives for like a day. He drives Not too many of them, basically. Yeah. But well, he pulled into a gas station like outside Arizona. Oh, and oh, that and was Veyron then. Oh, that it was. And they were uh, these guys were like, man, what's that thing cost? Like a hundred grand? And he just went, yes, it does. Hey, okay, and, I gotta go now. And then they got in, and the, and the the engineer with him was like, good answer. Yeah, because you, you know. So that's the thing. And know. I'm an idiot. I would have been like, no, it's like almost a million and a half. It's like one point four. Click. Yeah. <laughs> Divided by four right. is 700000 each. Cool, so your family will pay a lot to get you back. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it does, you stop at some places, and it doesn't even take a car much over twenty grand to start getting people eyeballing you. That's true. Oh, is that a new Fusion? Step over here, Sonny. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so uh, speaking of Kia, but moving away from the K900, uh, this one I'm bummed that I'm not there in person to enjoy it. Uh, and it's a Kia Sedona, which sounds weird that I would say that. Kia Sedona, they just redid their minivan. 
This time, though, Kia Fersima teamed up with Ballast Point, which is an amazing brewery, uh, and it's a mobile beer dispenser. That's why you're excited for Yes. That. I love beer. I know you do. I love beer. So um, let me get this right. I think this is the first – I think it's time, Chris. We've talked about this a lot. Um, Jeff, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, Because I know. right now you're liking a Kia Sedona just for the beer. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's really good beer. Have you ever had Sculpin? Do, do they sell it in stores? <laughs> they do. Okay. You know how much so a six-pack of Sculpin costs? So you can get it a lot without – Without liking Doesn't the car matter. or driving the car. I could, but could. then the or, beer can come to me. You, or you could the, drive to Nevada. That trumps it all. The beer can come to me. It, it can come to you in, in, a, in a bag when mm, you go to the store. I still have to store. go get it. See, that's the part. You're me. I still have to go get what it. What if I bring you the beer to help you get over this? See, there is Maybe. a website called TaskRabbit. You could get this done for like 10 bucks. Oh, it's like Pink Dot, where they deliver anything as long as it tastes terrible. Yeah, TaskRabbit is basically where you throw a nominal amount of money at people with nothing better to do, and they do stupid things for you. I should One do of them that. could be <laughs> I need to deliver money. things to your house. <laughs> exactly. I need more money. I'll do it in press cars. Like, hey, would you like uh, some bullshit delivered to you in a Lamborghini? Holy cool. shit, is that a K900? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're you're going to get robbed, I'm paying son. you. Right. <laughs> you can afford an Equus? Yeah. Um, is that a Mercedes? No, no, no. It's not. It's not. Uh, so I think that's awesome. Um, but uh, something that might be more your speed zach is uh dodge brought a viper but it's the acr concept car so i mean obviously they got to make a new acr version of the viper because uh, they just have to and i think the recent success of them dropping the price if that sentence makes any sense uh you know because the sales did swing up hopefully it convinces them to churn out the acr version because it's always I, the baddest fight I, I i mean how many generations have we not had an acr we've had it for the last two have we not mm-hmm. i think so i'd be very surprised if we didn't see it right i i think it's uh i mean obviously i'm simplifying things but i think it's probably a pretty simple car for them to build i think yeah, it just takes like, shit off of the one they make off and, and then add a wing, wing. right let's, add let's add a splitter maybe some canards mm-hmm. a wing yep and let's stiffen up the suspension and put better tires. Yeah. I mean, that's – like when, when they had – remember when they got their, they got beat by the Corvette and then they were like, well, we're coming out with oh, the track the edition version, yep. in like a week. I mean, we didn't tell you guys. Oh, we forgot. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we dropped the memo. It's like, yeah, they just added some tires. Added some yeah, they put, they put basically almost slicks on it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, it's magic. And it's just like, well, magic. if they oh, – if oh. they had done slicks too, it would probably be about the same. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. Actually – as well as that car did so good at the lightning lap, so I oh yeah, mean, it might I mean, not, not be not, the same. I mean, it's it's a great car. Don't right. get me wrong. It's uh, uh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm saying that I I would I'm not uh, the ACR is pretty easy I think for them to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll probably see one, but it probably doesn't cost a lot. The only reason I would think they wouldn't do it is the recent problems they've had selling Vipers. True, but I I feel like they can like well okay well now this one is worth 140. People go okay yeah I'll pay that much for this one, but they probably won't because the Viper I had. Uh, was 140. Me too. Well, yeah. oh, GTS. Yeah. I think red, red, that, yeah. that 30 seconds or so of R&D we just did, figuring out what parts <laughs> to throw on it, they could justify throwing another 15 grand on the price just for that. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I think if you start Also, 80, make it exclusive. Just make it exclusive, too. You know, don't, they can't go crazy, but... No. But it is a race car. Yeah. It's like ready-to-go race I, car. I bet you they release that after the Z06 comes out. So that they've got something to throw at it and yeah, go, here's I, our competition. I can't wait. That's going to be some awesome matchups. That's going to be – That I, Z06 monster. is going to think, be so I don't think there's going to be a competition between the Viper and the Z06 Mm-mm. because the C7 as it is now is so close to the Viper anyway. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And then the C6 would be like, oh, we, we just had like a couple hundred horsepower. I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. 
Um, so <laughs> why? Why do you guys have to do that? And they're like, <laughs> come on, let me play. GT500 is like, uh, let's wait a generation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, I, I maintain the, the GT500 has all the precision of throwing a two by four into the wind. I bet the next one, because they're they're saying that GT350 is. Oh, that's be, probably going to be good. So if you take that and then, you know, combine, <clears throat> excuse me, with some GT500 and do it right. I, yeah, I think that's what it'll be. I think it'll be kind of like the ZL1 to Z28 now. Mm-hmm. I think that the GT500 will be the sloppier version of the track car with a big-ass blown motor in it. Maybe maybe they'll put them both together. Right. Did you see the ad for the GT350 that had, it had no drag racing in it? People were making – Jalopnik was making a big deal out of it. Like Jalopnik was making a big deal I out mean, of a tiny piece of information? They make, they make a big deal when, like, clouds deliver water to the ground, but <laughs> – for this, it was kind of it was interesting. They, the, all, all the video clips in the commercial were rally racing, Dakar racing, Gymkhana, um, and rallycross. So it was like yeah. so they, there was no mention. There might have of been it. some Trans Am in there too. There was, but there was no drag racing. So it was just yeah. kind of like Ford. I think is an awesome company regarding motorsports and tuner cars right now, and they are just moving away from that. So I think the old GT500 was very much the old method and attitude of muscle cars and now they're like let's just make performance cars yeah and, and same with chevy i don't think and i think that's a losing battle anyway because it's going to be pretty hard to beat the hellcat as far as a full-on drag car oh yeah that's true you know it's so why even fight that battle well yeah it's like let let dodge be the muscle cars with the, which with is kind the of what they've always been. they've always been the muscle car people really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely I like the charger you drove the charger hellcat yep we're gonna get Did to it? that son oh okay um, uh, table your question, sir. Table your question. Uh, okay, moving on to the best car at SEMA that I've seen so far. Uh, it's called the Hoonicorn. Uh, it's Ken Block's Gymkhana 7 vehicle. It's fucking unreal. It's a 1965 Mustang. Um, it's got a crate motor from Roush & Yates. It's a 410 cubic inch V8. Uh, they teamed up with Von Gittin Jr.'s RTR company to help build it as well. 845 horsepower. All-wheel drive, six-speed gearbox, just it's ridiculous in every way. I everything in that car makes sense. I want to know what all-wheel drive system they use because I don't it's know a, any. That it's would a custom pull. made for the car. Okay, that's it's why from like uh, it's a company that starts with an S, like Sadva or Sat. I, I they are great. I forget whoever they are. I was gonna say because to my knowledge, there was nothing out there that would have held that power. So yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's got to be uh, rally car based shit that yeah, would do it. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know if the rally... But the rally cars don't even make that much power. Well, Ken Block's yeah. Jim Connor car makes like 650. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, it's still not 845, but it's like... if I feel like if you can build it to, to that level, you could probably build it stronger, just yeah. heavier, because I'm sure, like, weight is less right, of consideration. Right. And I, this is the best fucking yeah. car ever made. I just want to say that <laughs> to everybody listening. The, 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 this is the best styling car Styling of it is so good. Yeah, well, it's... it's I mean, I'm around evil. a lot of pro touring and Mustangs. Like, Cortex, Cortex's Mustang is sick. Looking and this is like that, but the fact that it's all wheel drive is just like you've you've taken one of my favorite things and then married it with the other favorite thing, and then I can be an idiot and die in it. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> um, it's it's so good it, and so good. I mean I feel like the Gymkhana series is getting they're ex- exceedingly well produced, mm-hmm. um, but it, they're a little tired maybe. Uh, San Francisco yeah. was cool. It was they that was a pretty fun way to spice it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you I know, know what you're saying. What else can they do? Same old shit. So here we go. This is a good way to to juice Change things up. And, and, totally. and the great thing is, is that I think this was probably a really good excuse to build this car that was probably 
I don't know, quarter of a million dollars at least to yeah. build. Oh, that at thing. least, yeah. It, to build that In my thing. head, was, I was And meanwhile, three. he gets to write the whole thing off as an expense for the well, shoot. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, a lot of parts donated, companies donated. Because, yes, Ken has cool. a lot of money, but still, to drop 250 to 400 grand on a Mustang is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's I think he's a genius. Like, he gets the coolest stuff in the world for free. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, his Raptor had the tracks and then had oh, light bars yeah. and everything. And, you know, you take an Instagram picture. You put and that's we know companies give you free parts for press, and if you're can fucking yeah. block, you're going to get everything. He puts out one thing on Instagram and it has it has way more traction than you or I writing a blog yeah, post absolutely. or anything like that. Speaking of parts for press, I am a whore. Please contact me, Chris at Shout Engine, and we will get yeah. things taken care of. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you some lug nuts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what did I want to say about this this thing. So I, I mean, remember. the car is fucking great, oh, and so... I haven't seen everything at SEMA, but in my head right now, that's it's it's over. It's one. Yeah, I love the idea of it. It's just I, when I, have you seen an all-wheel drive muscle car? Like there was there was a thirty-two Ford at SEMA last year that had all-wheel drive, but it wasn't done yet. Yeah, yeah, the, I, yeah, I remember. Was that the the dark maroon one? No, it was, it was like a brushed gray kind of raw. Um, I, I loved okay. last year the the truck, the old F series truck. Yeah, we were GT500, but the front end of it made it look. It was. I don't want to use the word retarded, um, but because that's very insensitive. But it, the face the, of the truck was the not. work on that thing was amazing, was. though. That was, was the one that uh, Gene Simmons introduced, and he was like. He awesome. immediately knocked five points off the car, but yeah, the rest true. of the thing was awesome. Right. This is a this is a 32 roadster called Double Down, with yep. all wheel drive and Goodyear yellow leather. It looks fantastic. It's so rad. I don't think it was running well there. That said, though, I'm glad I'm not at SEMA this year. I wrecked my back last year at SEMA, banging yeah. tranny prostitutes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Actually, uh, no, it was it was hiking podcast gear around for you people listening. Oh, nice. Yeah. What do you mean, you people? You people. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that car you just showed is awesome. It's great. So everybody it's listening should look that up. What was it? It's called the Double Down. Oh uh, yeah, Double Down Thirty Two Roadster Double Down. That thing is fantastic. That, uh, mm-hmm. that thing's awesome. Uh, the Hoonicorn is awesome. Uh, and then I'm going to use that to take a break to segue into a Dollar Shave Club ad before we come back and talk about our own cars. Uh, so I will just say it right now. There's no need to cut away. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to say. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Hooniverse. Get some razors and make your face a prettier place. Uh, High-quality razor handles, affordable razors, and then there's all the other good stuff like the shaving cream. Uh, there's some aftershave. There's the butt wipes. There's just... Awesome stuff at Dollar Shave Club. And if you've been paying attention to some of the the bigger razor company ads, you can see that they're starting to copy the formula. Uh, Gillette is working on a monthly subscription now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm sure others are. They're like the Netflix of shaving. Oh yeah, right. there's been like four companies that have popped up just in LA that have been trying to copy because their shave, sales. Right? I think Gillette and stuff. Yeah, but, really but hurt. the big guy to do it is amazing. To see, like, oh shit, we got to copy Dollar Shave Club. But you don't need all the bullshit that Gillette has. Stick with Dollar Shave Club. Great company, great team behind it, and they're supporting us, which helps mm-hmm. us bring good shit to you. So go to dollarshaveclub.com/universe and tell them Mickey loves you. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Their ads are legitimately funny, too. The dude's the hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Shave your back, shave your sack, shave your face, dollarshaveclub.com. <laughs> was that Bill Burr? No, that was just off the top of my head. Oh, no, really? Wow, yeah. well done. Uh, it's funny. If you listen to Bill Burr's podcast, he always fucks something up in the commercial. Everything. Oh, yeah. He knows because he admits he can't read. Yeah. <laughs> he does all the time. He's like, God, I can't read. 
because I'm trying to think of what he calls the. He always messes up something at Dollar Shave Club because uh, he does theirs too. Uh, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. Dollar Shave Club. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, calls him like the one wipe chuckies or something yeah, like that. Get the one wipe chuckies. I listened to him today and he messed up. He's trying. He's part of the All Comedy Podcast Network now, and he's trying to promote another show, and he misread the dude's name who hosts it. And he's like, he's like, how fucking Boston am I? He's like, I can't even. He's like, if anybody's name has anything Latin in it, I can't read it. And he did. He did. He <laughs> fucked it up. He's like, I'm so. He's like, I can't read. It. It's Ricardo. Um, <laughs> no, it's like James something. But he was just like, God, I can't read. Oh, <laughs> he uh, he's he's awesome. He's Hello, Bill Burr. Um, he <clears throat> retweeted a joke I made today about AMG cars. Did you get a boner? Yeah. What did? He, what was the joke? Because uh, he was saying that he pulled up – he loves AMG cars and he pulled up to one in traffic and he looked in and he was like, I can't say the race of people in the car because I'll get in trouble, but – He's like, do I want to be that guy? And I've said that AMG cars are some of the best muscle cars on the planet right now, but they are also the Ed Hardy T-shirt of cars in L.A. And apparently he liked it. I'd still rock an AMG, but yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Were you bummed that um, Farrah got to make an ass of himself to Mark Maron? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, I thought you'd be jealous be of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you, how – actually, you would have done the thing. Hey, man, remember the time you retweeted me? And you'd be like, get the fuck away I can't from remember me. Remember when you called me <laughs> fuckface? And he'd be like, yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> yes, I do fuckface. Right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, today I'm driving a 2015 Honda CRV. It's not the car I was supposed to be driving. The car I was supposed to be driving was the car I picked up yesterday, the HPD supercharged Honda CRZ. When I got there, they had to jump it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ironic. When it So I drove it. it all the way home. Oh, actually, I stopped to run an errand. I stopped at a camera store, bought some shit, walked out of the car. It took me two tries, but it started right back up. I'm like, that's that's weird. How far did you drive from the jump to the camera From, store? like, Torrance to Costa Mesa. So, like, what, 20, plenty of time. 24 okay. miles. On the highway. Like, yeah. a good, yeah. good amount of time. Yeah. Battery should be fine. Um, then I drove it from the camera store to Huntington Beach, uh, to a Target. Did my shopping, came out, nothing. It does this weird thing, like, it, like you know when you, if you turn a hybrid on, you can feel that surge of battery, but, like, none of the tacks move because it's in hybrid, it's in full electric mode. There's always that weird worry. So yeah, it, was, it would do that for a second, and then it wouldn't do anything, and, like, that's warning the, lights That's the feeling on. of energy independence. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I'm sitting there trying to start it, like, you got to be fucking kidding me, and I'm actually looking forward to this car. Uh, I drove it at track day. You know, it's, it's got a Honda manual gearbox. It's it's a souped-up CRZ. The car rotates because of the battery pack weight in the back. Was uh, it fun? Because I, I drove yeah. the original CRZ, and I thought, yeah, it was slow and sloppy, but I was like, I like, I really like the idea. I genuinely did. The dynamics the are fun. Were weird. Yeah, it was like a good-looking, like, yeah, make a sporty hybrid. Don't make them boring. So if you liked it, you'd like this car more. Okay. Um, it, it's fun. It's super. It's way overpriced. Um, like with all the shit on, it's like $38,000. Like, ooh, yeah, okay, cool. I'll get an STI. That's a thanks. lot of money um, for that car. It's, but it is fun. It, it's, it just needs to be like $10,000 cheaper. I mean, that's like K900 money right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it sucks. They took, they came down. I had to, so I'm sitting in Target, just like I went in, bought a Starbucks. I'm sitting inside the, you know, I opened the hatch and I'm just kind of sitting there drinking my Starbucks, waiting an hour for them to come. They're like, sorry, we'll check it out. And, take the crv for the week then i was like okay i mean i haven't driven the crv so it's always good to drive a vehicle you haven't driven Mm -hmm. um but i'm not going to shoot a video on the crv because no one gives a shit uh at least the hooniverse side of things they're good cars they're just 
that there's nothing more right. to them than what you know. Exactly. Um, you ever consider opening like a lifestyle blog for the cars that you just don't want to put on Hooniverse for shame? Well, I could probably go on better trips if I had a lifestyle blog. Like yeah. come to Austin and have a three-day barbecue fuck fest with your mouth and then uh, then maybe take this car for a spin if you feel like it. That's what a lifestyle trip is. Yeah, the, like the do as white. little as possible. Oh, God. That was a that full-on one? automaker trip. Those five days. Five days. Uh, that was a full-on automaker trip, though. They actually invited journalists, like auto journalists. It wasn't just lifestyle-y people. It was... Oh, yeah. yeah. They invited... Yeah, they invited... uh, I was talking to somebody about it, but it was like... But you had to go... For all five days, which is like, I know, uh, which sounds I know someone who left a, weird a day early. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, the guy I was talking to Harley left a day early. Oh, yeah. He was saying he wanted to go for one day, and they wouldn't let him because he's like, I just want to drive the car, and they're like, No, no, no. You got to water ski, and you right. got to. Why don't you do some climbing on this tropical? You got to make out with dolphins. And you got to fuck. Let us apply your opinion, please. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it, that people were talking about that trip uh, from a fairly negative standpoint well the people who didn't get invi- get invited were like oh, oh that that trip's bullshit but i totally would have went if i got that's like that would be the answer like and i'd yeah. go t- I, if i got invited i would have went i would have told you in the disclaimer like this was a fucking insane trip uh which i did like i went to scotland i'm like i had tons of scotch you know i well, stayed in Aston a Martin. castle yeah so it's a cool car anyway i but think and, and i got we did tons of stuff we didn't just go and vacation I mean, it's a press trip, so you still do press trippy things, but everything, every day was a car thing. Today you're going to kill a sheep. So that, I think next time that happens, you give them a taste of their own medicine in that you do a proportional amount of time on the car review as you got driving it. So you've got 10,000 words in an article, let's just say, for, Oof, for an even number. Kill me. Yeah, I know. Even number. Just say 1,000. Okay, 1,000. <laughs> there okay. you go. So we got 1,000, right? 900 are about the events leading up to driving. They'd be fine with that. They would be totally fine with that. Have you ever read an Alaska Magazine's review? I would be an in-flight mag guy in a heartbeat. Actually, I I wish I was. I'm dead serious. I read one, and it was all about – it was like we went to this hotel. Then we drove to this part of Oregon. Then we ate these crab things. And and then at the end, it was like – and this car And then the Audi S5 had great acceleration. Wonderful acceleration the entire way. But what is that getting published in? In-flight magazine. In-flight magazine. In-flight magazine. So the people reading it are enthusiasts, so they don't care, actually. Right. So it, it's but perfect. I say put that in an enthusiast thing. Oh, yeah. And really just fuck with them. And put it do, – do, which – who do you fly when you fly? Uh, I fly my own, Most, Mostly. Um, who do you fly mostly? Well, when the Learjet is down, I'm kidding. I, I just want to oh, make sure everybody knows that. Oh, I, you were? You're, I, not a, you're not a billionaire? Well, I don't like the Kia <laughs> superhero cars. I want people to know that because I ranted about them last year. I said, earlier, I was like, I love those things. And I was like, wait, oh, does anybody know I'm kidding? They're in the basement of Peterson. They should be on fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they should not be in a museum and be celebrated. Um, I fly this United belongs in a museum. Sorry, They're in the ahead. corner of shame. You said don't United. Worry. Yes. So you read their in-flight. And I no. would love – oh, you don't? I read that one. I always flip to the car review to, to read it real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to read it because it's, it's usually – if you look at it, it's a picture of the car with like something from a city superimposed behind it. Um, and then it's usually like six to eight bullet points that relate something to the car. Like my wife and I were in the Keys yeah. and the seats were comfortable. We're shuttling down the coast, and the, normally right. we could listen to the engine. But you know what? We decided to go with the Bang and Olufsen, you know, six-speaker system. And so I was like, and it, each snippet is probably a hundred words, maybe a hundred. Oh, I saw one. That and was I know what, one sentence. What they pay the for the people, like the, what the editor pays the the journalist to write that. Man, me and you got to find a way. 
knock to knock in on that gig. All you have to do is be nice to everything. <laughs> that's what, dude. That's exactly what it is. Well, I give, if I could do positive. a non byline or like call me like like Geff Jucker or something like that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve Seaman. <laughs> I'm here to write the article. Yeah, um, there you so go. yeah, it, it's a, it's a it'd be a nice little side gig. <laughs> John Jack. <laughs> John Ejaculate. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, blame me for this. You, you opened the God, show. way to go too far yeah, with right. your gross jizz jokes. This guy that he swims in. You know, hey, my name's Jizz Macklemore. How's it going? Um, so, yeah, I was supposed to get the – speaking of, I was supposed to get the CRZ supercharged, and I didn't. That's where this conversation started. Ah, and that's yes. how you bring it back around, folks. That's how you bring it yes, back around. And, and, and smoothly, may <laughs> I <you>. add. <laughs> like, never mind. I was going to get real disgusting for a second. But I'm not. We're going to move on to the next car on my list. You were asking, you were about to mention something about it. Uh, I think it was a week ago. Yeah, it was last week. I drove the Dodge Charger Hellcat. And I still, it gave me priapism. (laughs) Back to the dick jokes. I'm I'm tucked into my band right now. I am tucked into the the band of my jeans right now. Priapism. What is it? And why (laughs) is it? That's what they should call that car. (laughs) That's just called. what the hell do you Red go tube? through when you become a teenager? Oh. A puberty? Thank yeah. you. Couldn't yeah. name that word. That's called the anything. Because I've never gone through it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Charger Hellcat. Uh, it's, it's like the Challenger, but better. Uh, I always liked the Charger better. I felt like if it felt lighter and more solid in every iteration I've ever driven. Um, Is that... I just... So, I don't... I, lightness... logic. Lightness actually. didn't factor into it for me just because it's such a heavy car, but it... it, it can do stupid things with how heavy it is. That's definitely um, But the fact that it has four doors, five seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even had a version there with special custom-made uh, uh, baby seats in the back that were like Simpson Racing, matching leather, red belts. They were. It was awesome. Oh, I saw your picture of that, yeah. Um, it was... Uh, you know, for safety for the children when you've got them in the 700-odd... Well, when you get sideways... Well, no, but you want to project you your sideways, your children. Yeah. Um, it, this, everything about the car is so awesome. Like just the fact that it exists is fucking bananas. It's a it's an AMG plus two. No, it's 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 it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> no, it's well, no, but it, I mean AMG's been building like six or eight. Actually, they, they definitely literally is because it's an old E class chassis still. Is it still? Yeah, it's still a, it's it's a derivative of it. it. I'm exaggerating, right? But it still is. It's you that's the lineage. That. <laughs> What's that? I, no, don't I do never that. do that. Neither do we. Um, it's Seaman. but the fact that it's a 707 horsepower vehicle for sixty three thousand dollars, and it's a sedan, and like you never go, oh, sixty three thousand. That's so cheap. It's so cheap for what you're getting. And the the interior is better than the last Charger. Mm-hmm. It's it's comfortable on the highway because it has adaptive. Right? Yeah, uh, and it, it shifts nice and quick. I mean, it's quick. It's not a PDK, but it's it's plenty quick for what the car is doing. Yeah, it felt good on the track. The track was wet. It still felt good. Um, it, it traction control works with you, uh, and if you want to, you can burn right through traction control. Oh. Um, it's just it was it's amazing. That car blows my mind that that ex- that it exists. It worries me that people on the street will have these. Well, you know what we. I feel like we say that every time the next powerful car comes out. Oh no, no! It worries me that people are driving 400 horsepower cars because they don't know what to do. Yeah, with but them. but this is a so not everybody can buy a sixty-four thousand dollar car though. So I mean, but that doesn't mean just because you can afford that you're not a jackass. But um, I was I was worried when V6 Mustangs had 300 horsepower. I'm like, oh, rental cars wrapped around every pole in California and Florida and Hawaii. 
that hasn't happened. Then, uh, you know, new Corvette. Oh, we're going to see. Nope, not yet. So every time something more and more powerful comes out, and I'm right there, I'm like, oh, people are going to fucking kill themselves in this. It's, I don't know. I, I, think, have, trash, I, have, I think trash control systems are so good now. I have seen a number of C6s wrapped around freaking... That's a volume thing because they sell yeah. so many. Because I think, like, if that was the case, look how many older people drive AMG cars that mm-hmm. have 600 foot-pounds of torque yeah. or more. I mean, good God, and they don't crash because they don't drive how we drive. Mm-hmm. So if you if yeah. you applied your throttle pedal the way we do, <laughs> uh, close course, um, but you had none of the braking awareness or steering open skills, course. then, yeah, open course, new shirt, <laughs> hashtag open course, then... Or, yeah, no, no. you'd be dead, but, but they don't do that. Closed course, closed in quotes. <laughs> we yes. should have that. Yeah, that'd be a good professional one. driver also in quotes. <laughs> That's true, too. Uh, yeah, I think, no, just I think we, just, we think people are going to drive much more dangerously than they do, and most people are going to putt around, do a burnout, and then just, and they, a lot of people like to just go, oh, I got a Hellcat. Well, right. but that's the difference, though, is that you don't buy the Hellcat. The casual guy does not buy the Hellcat. The casual guy is just going to buy the, buy the uh, SRT version. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's going to be the idiots that are going to do stupid things that buy the Hellcat. You know what? You know which one's actually super impressive as well. That Scat Pack, the noise it makes. I've heard it's good. Uh, it's cool because it's the RT trim, so you can get it if you wanted to. You can get it fairly um, uh, downwardly specced, like because an RT can have cloth seats, and mm-hmm. which is how it was back way back in the day. It's like the Super B, right? It's like stripper model. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, but you get it with the 6.4 liter, um, and it and it has, I think, the Hellcat styled exhaust so it's fucking loud and it's it's awesome it's more affordable it's like 485 horsepower which is a shit ton of horsepower um it, it's great it's a lot yeah yeah i think we also forget that as you get the people have more money are farther away they're they're older frankly and we take less risks as we're older which i'm, is not I'm like calming a, down a little bit besides all my semen jokes i mean i'm calming down a little bit no i just i was listening to a, a smart person podcast with science not because i'm smart because they're smart and i'm like i need to learn things and uh, other than semen jokes and it was like when you're a teenager your brain actually lacks the thing that tells you that risk is dangerous like it it like physically doesn't exist and that's why we're all like, hey, yeah, we should jump off the roof into the pool into four feet of depth. Like, and you don't even think like, is this dangerous? You're right. just like, how do we get up there? Right. So, as you get older, like you, you're you're more responsible. Like, there's a lot of older dudes that have you know ZR ones, but I bet more people crash like I, I think I've actually gone the inverse way because I've got, as I've gotten older, I've given less of a shit about everything in the world. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so I'm just like, fuck it, I'll try it. That's a personal. You're problem. like Dennis Hopper at the end of what is that movie, King of the Hill or Blue Valentine? No, the one Blue where he's like a racer in Mulholland. Oh, uh, from '81 or something like that. I, the only uh, reason I know sorry. this is because I saw a clip on Jalopnik the other day, and he's, it's like super mega hyped out, coked out era Dennis Hopper. He's racing like a ratty '63 Stingray down Mulholland against this other guy mm-hmm. in a 356 Porsche, and he just fucking goes off a cliff at the end. But he's like driving there, and they're both you know one in one lane, one in the other. He's like, "Come on, stand on it, you got it." It's it's it, it's nuts. I heard the movie's not that great, but the last scene's bitch. King of the Mountain. King of the Mountain. King Final the scene, Mountain. Porsche versus Corvette. Yep. Um, that's who Chris is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, back to the Charger Hellcat. It's just it's just an epically amazing, awesome, super-duper, batshit crazy in all the right ways car. And I hear it's good. It's not just It's not just something that, like you know tickles people the right way and then after like a week they're like well, it was fun but it's not a good like i've heard it's a comfortable car yep. it rides good it hand you know i've heard it's a really well-rounded car. yeah so I'm, I'm i've always been curious on that though that they offer the six-speed manual in the challenger 
but they don't offer it in the Charger, even though a lot of those interior pieces can be swapped Probably around. just because the, the business case must not be there. People buy a Charger just must not just give a shit. Like, us three at the table, be like, yeah, I want the manual. And But, like, the 97% of people buy the yeah. car, like, oh, no, no, 8-speed, mm-hmm. please. Well, and I, it's got to be it. I bet you the vast majority of challenges are all automatics, too. But mm-hmm. it's just it, – it's always curious to me when a manufacturer – Clearly has the tooling done. The parts are there, but they just don't offer it for some reason. I mean, I think it's just – I mean, if people bought it, they'd sell it. Mm-hmm. There's no question. And yeah. they'd sell – you know, the five people who own Charger Hellcats would be like heroes in the enthusiast community. But – and then when they go to sell it, be like, nah, I'm good. I want to – I'm going to find an automatic. What did you prefer? Because you've driven everything. I haven't driven the – I haven't driven the Challenger. Oh, okay. Um, so – but they, but like you were saying, so uh, the person I teamed up with um, – actually, I was supposed to – leave from the presentation with Matt, but he couldn't make it that morning. Um, so I met him out of the track. Uh, but so we waited for everybody to leave. We secured a, a Charger Hellcat the night before to drive to the track because they only had like two of them going to the track. And we wanted to get video stuff done. So they like held a red key behind for us, which was really cool of them. We waited for people to leave and then we didn't do the route. We just drove straight to the track. Along the way, we caught up to two uh, Charger press cars being driven there by Dodge people. One of them was the Dodge Charger Pursuit, which is the cop car. Oh, so we're yeah. looking way ahead. And we're like, and you don't want to get a ticket in Virginia. We're like, is that a cop? We're like, yeah. But we're like, oh shit, nope. 2015 Dodge Charger taillights. So we pull up next to them. We look at them, and then we fucking floor it. And they just started. They were laughing. Yeah, but, that's awesome. But on the highway, it was great. Mm-hmm. Super comfortable. Um, you know, just all the good, all the good updated Charger or Dodge in general interior pieces, like the newest U-Connect, uh, a really nice sound system. Uh, then the, the I forget what the leather is called. I don't think it's Napa. It might be Napa leather, but just really nice brown, almost baseball glove-ish leather. Um, I wish they started calling it delicious leather. <laughs> Welcome to some delicious leather. Yeah. I'm your host, Lee Ron. <laughs> I don't know Source from I'm, like an Austin barbecue joint or something like. We I'm take a grown ass man. I ain't take, calling wait, anything. Do you think this is a lifestyle trip? <laughs> huh? No, no. I just you know I want them, actually the I, wave I that Matt and I were on was the like the mommy blogger, almost lifestyleish or like hardcore Mopar people. It's a wave. funny pairing. Yeah. Like a lot of white wine and then a lot of guys on the other side just going, oh man. You know what they were doing is they were pairing up uh, board housewives with men with loose morals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's I, funny. I wish I was on that trip. That is funny. Um, so Charger Hellcat's amazing. The video hopefully will be out next week, so stay tuned for that shiz. Um, now, uh, I want to talk about your car, Zach, now that we have you here. Tell okay. the world about your amazing purchase. Have I not talked about it on here before? Not on ours. I'll try to keep it. We've mentioned it, but... Okay, I bought a 2005 Crown Victoria P71 former de- detective car. Mm-hmm. What is the P71? Is that the police, police package? package. Right, so it's like right. trans cooler, diff cooler... Um, but since you got the detective's car, the rear, the back seat's like in great shape. The interior is like it's normal street interior. It's all Except really soft cloth. Driver seat. It <laughs> is, is it all worn dude, out. I, two people can <laughs> sit between the uh, the bolstering. No, it's like it's 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 all ergonomically. It's it'd be an awesome living room. Right. But like the center of my driver's seat is, I think two inches left of the center of the steering wheel. Like if I sit between the where the bolsters are, I am off center. So I drive a little bit toward the middle, but I I lean on the center armrest, which is soft as hell. Like there's like plush toys everywhere, and you just kind of like lounge. Um, it's got stiffer springs, I think, because they're used to carrying gear, so it rides uh, kind of high, and it feels like stiffly sprung. But it, I drove it for about one minute before I was like, "Yeah, I'll buy this," because it had it was well taken care of. How many miles? Uh, like 140. Basically, from everything I've talked – everyone I've asked who's driven a Crown Vic or owns one, including cab drivers and cops, 
it's like, yeah, who cares? It's like the Miata. <laughs> like when I told I told Mary Posey that my Miata had 150,000 miles, and she goes, oh, it's just getting broken, and she was dead serious. Yeah. So I'm not going to own it to 300, but I know it'll make it well past that. Awesome. Um, what do you have in store for it? Uh, I'm getting an LSD put in next week, which is awesome <laughs> uh, because <laughs> when, I, when I went and slid it once uh, uh, on a close course on-ramp, <laughs> um, I was like, oh, single legger. And so I'm going to get an LSD put in out of a um, Fox Body Mustang, I believe. And then eventually I'm going to put a CB radio in it, hardwire V1. Mufflers. Mufflers. Chris gave me Edelbrock mufflers, so it's going to be noisy. Um, I think I'm debating doing a push bar because then I could put – I could weld camera mounts to it because oh, we've been using it for camera yeah. car. But it is – Big dude. So parallel parking is a legit pain in the ass already, and adding five inches or six inches of distance to the front is kind is of it's, not on my. Is it, it's not list. too springy for camera duty. No, it's 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 hmm. it's as stiff. It's equal to like the Honda Odyssey we were using before, which yeah. is like everyone's like, I know performance automobile. Um, it's it's fine. It's not quick, but it, around sweepers, like it carries speed fine, and then the back end steps out. <laughs> Like I was filming the Datsun 510 for uh, for drive, and I'm leading Matt with a camera on the back, and I'm taking a sweeper at like 60, and I just feel the back end go out like a foot, and I'm like, yeah. And so the camera super just, uh, progressive though. And yeah, dude, it it feels 90 feet long. Like it it oversteers, and you're like, like how did I not hit the guardrail? <laughs> no, it's you just you can feel where the back wheels are, and it just like it gently comes out, and then you just like rein it in a bit. So I'm I'm stuck. I'm gonna take you're, a you're like night. McConaughey behind the wheel at that point. You're like, all right. I'll all right, all right, man. It's the nice. reason I drive Crown Vic isn't because they pay me. Hey, man, you don't have to get in the back seat. You got to have the front. Ten years, and you do the, the front. It's, the car is gigantic. That's fantastic. It's I love it. I really and I you fit all the camera gear and drive all the way from LA to San Francisco on one tank of gas. And then are you uh, gonna do the uh, uh, e-brake mod that the stunt guy did? I'm not gonna do that because uh, so he had so people that don't know um, we filmed the stunt car Crown Vic which was a normal patrol car, and he had a third pedal mounted to the left of the brake pedal, which was his um, rear e-brake. Uh, I do not have the same amount of room he did. My dash comes down lower. Because so, he removed shit? Or? I think he's in the patrol car, and his was actually like an 03. So he had way more knee room and everything. Like It would be very difficult for me to shove, to, you know, to like move my leg and use that. So if I did an e-brake, it would have to be a handbrake. And uh, obviously, everyone I know is pushing me to do it, and I'm debating if I want to like chew up the center console. Right. Well, and then to make it look even more like a cop car, there was some talk about doing like a faux shotgun. You, everyone else, wants me wants to see all these things happen that are wildly illegal. Yeah, like I wouldn't do the shotgun. A, sh- a shotgun. That's e-brake a good way handle. to get a real shotgun to your face. Yeah, or be pull over for impersonating an officer. Like I understand it's an e-brake handle, but if it's in a 240, it's still risky. But this is like it would be so obvious what I'm trying to do. So. Uh, I really – if I knew how, I would want to do a roof-mounted hydraulic e-brake. I think that, like hinging toward the front, would be so <laughs> rad. You pull down like a train horn. What are you shaking your head for? No, that's that's awesome. Sick. It would be. It would be, be so sick. That would be impressive. It would be a lot of cable to run, but – It would be fabrication, which is a word I know, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even spell it. Yeah. Like um, I can spell cooking. It would have to be a combination oh shit handle slash mm-hmm. – yeah. Totally. You have to brace it. It'd be sick. But um, I don't. For now, LSD next week, and then I want to go to Adams Motorsport for drift night. Oh, let me know when you go. I will. I want to go. Yep. Um, 
uh, and I would like to bring the Civic there, but the left front tire is flat right now. Um, the Civic is running great at the moment, Good. but the left front tire, the, the bead is fucked, so it can't really hold air that well. So I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, well, okay, let's see who wants to give me wheels and tires because it's time. That's right. Because uh, I want to take that to the, the – Time attack? Yeah, I want to try that. I want to try that with the Civic. Um, we have a bunch of people who want to – Go out there, and, and like Richard Radcliffe wants to bring his FRS. Should um, race uh, Thad's Fiesta. Uh, well, what I want to talk about is doing your camera car versus our camera car. Oh. Because Jason has the Focus ST. Oh, so he will from bring. From Mountain. Okay. Well, we just. Oh, uh, wait. Fiesta versus Focus. Not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Crown Vic. Oh, no, no Fiesta not versus Focus. Okay. Um, like I wanted to do – I was telling, talking to Matt about doing like a joint video mm-hmm. where we do – our two camera cars against each other. Totally. Um, and then, like, you guys could make the video, and then we do, like, the behind-the-scenes video or something like that just so, like, it's not two copies of the same shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're, it, it could be fun. That'd it could be, cool. be funny. Yeah. Just time and, and all that fun stuff is figuring out how to do that. Um, so, yeah, Civic is running well. I just need to fix the fucking tire. That car's um, fun. I still remember I got pulled over in that car, and I explained so – the guy could see on my face how honest that it was – the registration was expired and it was your car. And I was just like, my friend's an auto journalist and an idiot. And he gave me a car with expired registration that he's storing at my house. And I just laughed and I was like, what a dick, right? And the guy was like, all right. And he let me go. Nice. <laughs> he's nice. like, this is going to be more paperwork than it's worth. Yeah, he knew it wasn't my fault. He, it was like, I was like, I'll show you his Twitter and stuff if you want. <laughs> a new follower. I'll rat you out. Right. Um, nice, nice. Um, so, but, uh, so the Civic's okay for the moment. I'm still looking at some things to do to it uh, to make it more. F- I need a cl- I want to do a clutch in it. That's big for me at the moment um but uh the wombat which i haven't had an update for a while my 84 ben's wagon uh i went to the shop to check on it and apparently we're having massive issues figuring out the steering so we finally reached out to unisteer which i guess has not been great to work with uh, but they finally got back to us and the kit that they could give us based on the measurements we gave them would give us the turning radius of like a peterbilt truck (laughs) <laughs> like it would take like to do a U-turn on a three-lane road. Yeah. It would be like a six-pointer. Yeah. It, so it would have be awful. No lock on it. It's no, just... it'd, it'd be like like it would take like forty-seven feet to ninety degrees or something. Like, it's something like awful. Uh, when it should be God. like thirty-six, and and we'd be good. You know, it's it's not good at all. So, however, I guess a lot of their kits are based off of either Mustang twos or old Ford Thunderbirds. Yeah, that's right. Mustang twos are popular for hacking up on the on steering rack. So, yep. what my builder is thinking, he's looking at like he does a lot of GM stuff. The the front track of like a C2 Corvette is extremely close, like an inch or something. Is extremely close to the front track of a W123. So now we're looking at like Art Morrison and, and those companies that make steering components for uh, old vets or finding something wrecked. So like mm-hmm. he yeah. just needs to know, my builder just needs to know what components would work best and then they can just go make it work. Wow. So we're not, we're not screwed. We just have a big ass hurdle to get over. Yeah, you can't drop something in. You have to cut, weld, build. Wow. It's funny though. I was telling the the uh, talking to the car, talking about the car to the the Dodge guys, um, and I told them and what what we've created, um, and uh, the um, they're like, oh well, you know, the Hellcat motor basically uses the same engine mounts. I was like, well, you know, uh, I can't afford a thirty thousand dollar motor, so 
But and then, then I like where your head's at. For them to go, well, you know, we have extras. No, they they Chrysler does not do. You know how some companies will do like the dollar motor mm-hmm. out of that car, just makes not street legal. Chrysler's lawyers are like, Chrysler's lawyers are like, no fucking way. They don't deal with that at all. They really don't give any discounts on their crate engines unless you're probably, you know, Hot Rod magazine or something. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's a guy who's a fan of Hooniverse, and I talked to him about this project before we even found the car. And he's like, I love this idea so much. He's like, there's nothing. Even with a discount, the best deal I could get you would be like ten grand for a motor. I was like, okay, well, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, and you don't need it. I mean, because that engine, then you have to talk about cooling because mm-hmm. it's got however many miles of cooling and stuff and radiators and size. Like, it would not be uh, – yeah, the, the engine might use the same mounts. But I bet the systems, there's just a lot more to do. Yeah. I mean, we still are, have to do custom cooling on this car anyway. Oh, that's true. But um, but there's a guy up in Northern California who wants to build something for us. So it's pretty cool. Well, you're, Oh, a cooling system. Oh, okay. Cause, yeah, because you can fit. With the engine you're doing, you could probably have a, a relatively normal-ish. There's actually a good amount of room in the front. Yeah. There's a good amount of room. Um, the engine fits nice and low. It's just that figuring out steering angles. It's really it. This um, car is so great. I love this thing. I, I just want it to be done so it bad. It will be a while. <laughs> it's, we got yeah, it's, another year. Oh, I'm, I want it to be to ready. About. I want. I hope it's ready for like SEMA next year. That's. I mean, that's that's awesome. I, I think it will be. It's just it's, it, it's so the hard thing for me for a project car would be like knowing that it takes that long and yep. it can't be done immediately yeah and i mean and i'm not we're not a, a full paying customer to our builder because mm-hmm. they're being very kind to us so like i can't be like i need this done because no. i'm paying you yeah i'm like was like well you're not paying me shit so and i and it's that's never been an issue you know i know my project comes last uh it's just but they are doing a, a lot of work on it it's just the steering thing is holding them up a little bit yeah but they're figuring things out so you'll find something that yeah. matches um oh, man that's tough yeah yeah but what are you yeah, gonna road do trip to SEMA. With you know, you keep the reverse facing seats. Oh yeah, no question. I love those fucking things. Yeah. Um, but it'll be a great gear car when it's done too. I was just thinking. Totally. I actually would love to get some kind of period correct uh, roof box for it. Oh, but yeah. there's nothing that looks right from that era. I don't think. Build one. Yeah. Okay. Remember how you said fabrication and? Uh, I said I do not know how to do it. No, that's true. Um, yeah, that would be cool. I wish I did. There's like you can take welding classes and stuff in LA, but. That's a whole. Th- Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, and then it's like, yeah, all you have to do is take the class and then you know roll some steel yeah, and then yeah. design a box. I, I'm going to buy an English wheel uh, and uh, start a, bending stuff just for nine hours. Call a day. me Jeffrey James. Um, I'm going to go home and hit my wife. Um, so, <laughs> um, are you driving anything cool coming up at all? Or shooting uh, anything cool? TLX and I love a GTS launch is coming up next week. I'm sure it'll be good because it's Porsche. Um. And then with Musto, we're filming uh, a new Mustang GT with uh, Cortex parts on it. And But better than that is a 240 drift car mm. owned by a guy who just is transferring from amateur to pro. Nice. LS engine, all that stuff. Like fully legit going to try to show Musto how to drift, which I am obviously more excited about than anybody sure. on the entire shoot. And I'll just watch it. Because Musto spent 20 years learning how not to drift. Right. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but he – dude, if he needs to slide his charger – he's He's amazing with that car. Yeah. Like he, I, I watched him drift around light poles, come two feet from a light pole with his. I was like, <gasps> you know, and he just what and just drifts perfect. But then any other car, he can't do he's, it. He's just timid. He knows how to do it, but he's he's like, I don't know that. I know he's like, I know the Charger inside and out, and I've driven it for like ten years. But right. You put him in like a vet, and he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> 
who, who, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so uh, so um, tell, why don't you tell everybody where they can find your stuff online? Um, Pimp your shit. Just find me on Twitter. It's uh, at Zach Clapman, Z-A-C-K. What's your home address? My home address? <laughs> yeah, what's your cell phone? What's your home address? Um, <laughs> no, you can't have any of those things. No, Twitter, Z-A-C-K-K-L-A-P-M-A-N. Uh, there's a whole lot of non-car stuff on there, so be ready for that. Yeah. Um, there's funny stuff, though. There's funny stuff. There's he likes making fun of other journalists. I do. You fun. really do. Yeah, there's a lot of – There's an in, a lot of it is directed at, 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 at like, see wrong. That's done out of love. It is. I love, oh, I it's love the same Blake, way for me. But, it's, man, is it easy and fun. He, he, he <laughs> feeds us material. It's great. He does. Uh, Chris, pimp your shit. Pimp my shit. If you need a place to put your podcast, go to Shout Engine. Uh, we'll get you up and running. It's dead simple. And then you can talk about semen for half an hour like Jeff did. If you need a place to put your semen, talk to Jeff. <laughs> ah, nice. Good one. Uh, so uh, follow me on Twitter, at Jay Glucker. Follow us at Hooniverse, at The Hooniverse. Go to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Just go to YouTube and search for The Hooniverse because that's our YouTube channel. Go to the website and obviously read our shit. But also for this podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes because it helps us climb the podcast ladder so we can take down all those bitches above us. Yeah. All those pinchy bitches. Speaking of, uh, we lost one of the big podcasters this week in the automotive space. Yes. Excellent. uh, Excellent mention. uh, all due respect and our condolences to the uh, Car Talk family. Uh, we lost a legend in the industry. Uh, and, you know, Alzheimer's a horrible, horrible fucking thing. So, yep. so But that's, that's a sad way to go out. And uh, the Car Talk people always liked a good joke. So here's one for you. It's not really a joke. I just wanted to say Seaman again. So I guess that's it. Episode 81, Seaman! <laughs> Thank you.